Hello, and welcome back to XP Waste, where we're currently working on a list of the best music tracks in old school RuneScape that are not credited to Ian Taylor. Hi, I'm Oxy. And I'm Michael. Just want to say a big welcome if this is your first time listening. We are XP Waste. Each week, we're going to go dive into game updates, general topics about old school RuneScape, or other games, hence the word XP Waste, because we are inefficient AF. Uh... If you're not new and this is, you know, you're just 26 weeks in, welcome back. No, yeah, no, yeah, welcome. Welcome back. I'm not feeling great. You're not feeling great? No, I woke up with a fever this morning, so we're out here doing it. That's why it's going to be a day late. Actually, that's not the reason. My baby was in the hospital, so. It's going to be a 20-minute episode. Michael's like, all right, that's cool. <laughs> Let's go later. to the fun question. <laughs> Goodbye. Do, 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 do. All right. Good night, everyone. <laughs> go back to sleep. <laughs> Um, I got made fun of last week for my hair, so I brought a brush (laughs) today. That was two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. We should. That's that's a first merch item we should make. Is like combs or something. But okay, shut up. Check it out. Shut up, everyone at home. Shut up. Listen to me. Flip combs, but they look like DDSs. That'd be sick. The very end has the little green tip, and the rest (laughs) of the comb is red, but the handle of the comb is brown. So when you flick. Flick it out like a greaser. You're running a DDS through your hair. Love it. If anyone can design merch, love it. Hit us up. Let us know. <laughs> I actually am working on that music list. Oh, yeah, no, the, that's not not by by Ian Taylor. There's a lot of really good songs that are not written by when, that man. <laughs> when did he stop writing songs? He still does. That's the oh, problem. Oh. He he wrote songs for like a Kingdom Divided too. Wow. So. I did not he, know he's that. still yeah no he's still very active in in old school runescape um or at least he was prior to what would it have been i think saturday maybe friday or saturday we're recording this the day it's supposed to come yeah, out guys, so normally sorry. episodes come out on wednesday we're recording on wednesday so if you're listening to this podcast on thursday like where the hell is my content <laughs> it's because we're slow there's a we apologize there's a slight chance i can get it edited today a slight chance there's absolutely I, I don't want to put that kind of pressure on <laughs> on the sick baby you know who's gotta go make everybody at home give him a blanket make him some soup listen to the podcast tomorrow <laughs> that's that's the move that's fine but yeah there's a lot of good music tracks uh arachnids of vampirium and last king of yarasa are written by julian serma those are really good I believe his name is Adam Bond. He wrote, uh, I think, Monkey Badness, which is a track from Monkey Madness 2, as well as the Inferno track. And then um, I'm blanking on his last name, but I know his first name is Ashley. Otherwise, you guys would know him as Mod Ash. Has written quite a few pieces for Old School RuneScape as well, uh, including Coil, which is one of my like top five favorite tracks in osrs and if anyone can do a heavy metal cover of coil but do it well let me know because <laughs> oh that would be so good i did not know his name was ashley you learn something yeah new it makes every single day it makes mod ash make sense uh, ash ashley you if you go on because all the music mods it's like i think it was mod ian mod julian mod ash and then there's one more for RS3, but I'm I'm blanking on the name again. Mod Mark? Um, I don't know. I don't think so. I know some of the RS3 tracks, particularly from, like, Sins of the Father, are actually 
No, the OSRS tracks from Sins of the Father are reorchestrated versions of those from RS3. Oh, cool. So they're credited to the people who wrote them for the other game, which is neat. AF. Neat. Yeah. Very, very neat. We didn't, We're not talking about music. Say, we didn't come here to talk about music. It's yeah, just a fun little we, aside. <laughs> we, we didn't. It's just a, yeah, like go off on a tangent like I do. Turn your game sounds on. You'll understand. Two things Oxy loves in this game are quest lore and the music in this game. Very, very, very niche things that not a lot of people even care about. I'm a simple man. I don't ask for much. Just a couple sentences on the wiki about the lore <laughs> and headphones that can just blare music within within this game. Not all of it's good. Some tracks are just terrible. Yeah. But some are make you just want to get up and dance. If you're in the farming guild next time, turn on the music. You won't you will not be disappointed. Very, uh I don't I, <laughs> Somebody who's not Ian Taylor wrote I think tracks for two of the sections of the farming guild. Wow. Because I was doing research to make the list <laughs> yesterday. Nice. So, yeah. Well, cool. What are we talking about today, Oxy? We are going back on Reddit to look at a post that was made far more recently than the last one we did. We were originally planning on recording Sunday, like we normally do, but I was at home. Like, I couldn't get back uh, because. I had come home from Phoenix. I went to the Grand Canyon last week. If you guys are in TNL, you saw the pictures and the videos of me white knuckling it at the railing. I'm very <laughs> afraid of heights. Um, but I saw a very recent post, and it's titled "The Only Thing That Makes Old School Old School Is the Pre EOC Combat." They basically go on to explain that you know this game only exists because of one fundamental change to runescape 3 which was evolution of combat and old school doesn't have that people didn't want an old school version of the game because new skills came out because new items or weapons or areas came out they wanted it because the game they knew had changed dramatically mm -hmm. so we are gonna kind of have someone take our or like give us a topic idea for us and we're gonna take their post and we want to get into it ourselves a little bit We've read through some of the comments. Um, we're not just going to reiterate what's been said. We really mm -hmm. are going to give our own honest thoughts about this because it's a big topic for people who play the game, especially people who play, um, who have played both. Like mm -hmm. we've had a few people come to TNL from XP Waste who are like maxed on RS3 and like on the cusp of maxing an old school at the same time. So I'm, I'm interested to sort of get into this a bit mm -hmm. this one might not be as long as other episodes uh but still bear with us yeah so. <laughs> we've been going for like an hour and a half some episodes so if this one is like 50 minutes we're sorry yeah but we'll get Ma to michael's also episodes. michael's also sick so we don't want to we'll we'll blame that we'll blame michael's <laughs> health if we're just like if we come to a conclusion in like two minutes we're like oh michael's got a fever enjoy the break <laughs> Yeah, if you guys can't tell, I just I don't sound the same, I don't think. I'm hearing myself in my headphones, and I'm like, man, I sound nasally. I don't think you sound nasally, but I do notice that you're sitting down, um, which uh -huh. we never call out, because 
what what Michael and I have tend to do sometimes, but not all the time, just to mess with the YouTube viewers. Michael will be standing for the first half of the episode and then sit down for the second half, and nobody's <laughs> yet to notice. But we don't do it every week, yeah. So I just noticed off the bat this week that Michael is in fact sitting down, and I'm sitting in a chair that I've never had on camera. This is my gaming chair, and I don't like okay. I don't like that it has this the the big headrest i always sit in another chair but i'm like i can't be asked today i just want to be comfortable (laughs) (laughs) and i don't want to stand up either (laughs) i have a standing desk if anybody's curious and it's amazing and i highly recommend getting one but today i'm I'm gonna take it a little easy yeah so you brought up a good point about why old school actually exists and i never once stopped to think about that i never once stopped to think about the fact that I was among the group of people that quit this game who really, really wanted the nostalgia back because had EOC not come out, had they not made that drastic of a change to this game, sorry, not this game, but RS3, I don't think that old school would be a thing. I think that people who were not opposed to EOC would still be playing it, myself included. I probably would have a maxed RS3 account and never give a second thought to man i kind of miss the old days because the days just kept going with that game Mm -hmm. i never once stopped to think about that the one thing i do think may have happened if if eoc had never come out before we get on this tangent this is not us shitting on eoc or rs3 like let's get that out of the way right now there's nothing wrong with uh like runescape current like real quote-unquote runescape as it is it's very different to the game that we know and the game that we play and it's it's jarring when you first like step into rs3 and you're like what the fuck am i looking at and someone's like oh that's an abyssal demon you're like oh what why do they look like that <laughs> exactly um although i will say the jad pet is adorable in rs3 for cute so some of the graphical updates are real good if they didn't release eoc I don't think we would have gotten old school. I think we probably would have gotten graphic and texture packs that might have made it look like 2007. Does that make sense? Right. If they had like like a Ruinlight-esque client or an open source client that would give us that original Rune plate body. I think they would have just made it a feature. Like they have the technology to do that yeah. because RS3 has I forgot I don't remember what they're called but they basically have like transmogs that you can buy to wear over your current armor so like all of the armor like bronze through rune looks totally different mm-hmm. in RS3 for us it just looks like a standard knight armor that's a different color for them it's they got different ornaments different helmets mm-hmm. and shit but you can purchase like basically purchase skins that look like old school bronze and rune armor, as well as like Barrow's armor and things like that, mm-hmm. that you can wear over any piece of armor. So you could wear like the brand new tier 95 gear and look like you're in full bronze G from 2007. Um, you, you good? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, for audio listeners, Michael just like shook his camera a few times, like zoomed in and zoomed out because <laughs> he didn't want to move forward to adjust it at all. <laughs> Not today. Not today, guys. I'm sorry. Oh yeah. Michael's Michael's feeling great. Um 
It's okay, brother. It's okay, brother. We'll get through it. But <laughs> I know they have the tech, and they certainly have the menus. Mm-hmm. Like that's one of the most overwhelming parts of RS3 in my experience is that the menus are insane. There's too many of them. Like, doesn't everything have a toggle? Because they just don't want to commit. I feel everything like... has a everything has a toggle. Everything has a menu and a menu within that menu and a menu within that menu. But the way they organize it for like old school players, like if you want to find like where are my emotes or like where's my clan chat, good luck. Oh, like <laughs> just the settings tab that we have is very advanced for OSRS. Like huge addition. I love the new settings tab that they've implemented. It looks like it was made in 1982 compared to what's in RS3. So, but I think because they have all that technology built in, that they can you can customize RuneScape three way more than you can customize old school. And I think graphics may have been a part of that. Like you may have been able to play on like a quote unquote low detail mode that would have just made it look like it did back in 2007. I would even so even though it's I would yeah. even take 2010. I think I loved <laughs> HD RuneScape. HD RuneScape. OSHD or RSHD, whatever it was called back then. That was when I played the most. Yeah. So like post 2007 pre EOC. Oh, so beautiful. I would take, I cannot wait for that HD client to become legal. I can't yes. wait. I was going to say, I, 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 I would take old school HD anytime. It's beautiful because mm-hmm. it's old school the way we know it. Like it's, it's our graphics in our game but it's just a little more appealing to the eye. Everything has a nice blanket of, of, of texture on it, which is, which is chef's kiss. So I'm going to hit you with a statement and I want to see, I want to, I want to gauge how you're feeling okay. about it. We no longer play 2007 runescape. We play a version of runescape that looks like it was made in 2007. Right. But we no longer play 2007 RuneScape. So, by that logic, the RuneScape people wanted back in 2013 is long gone. What What are your thoughts on that? Because that's the way I see it at this point, as far I, as the game goes. I completely agree. I think that the basis of, like, the idea of RuneScape is here. The idea of 2007scape is here. But it's gone so beyond that. There's still ideals that we hold on to, but Mm -hmm. it's a completely different game. Eight years later, we have quests that we never had before. We have bosses we never had before. We have new training methods we never had before. So to say that this is just a continuation of what would have been from 2007 to now is completely completely irrelevant. But I, I think that's a good way to word it, though. It's what would have been or what could have been. I think that's where people that's where the line gets blurred because when you think this is what RuneScape could have been without EOC, people kind of link that to like it can't go far away from that. Mm. But like nobody bitched about summoning. Some people bitched about summoning, but not as much compared to this is okay, compared to evolution of combat, right? <laughs> that's the standard. Compared to EOC, nobody bitched about summoning, nobody bitched about dungeoneering. Uh, I don't, again, I was a kid. I enjoyed fishing lobsters in Catherby and training on white knights to finally afford a granite mall someday. So I, I wasn't good as, as far as playing the game goes, 
Um, but like nobody bitched when they made any of the additions post 2007. Correct. Like Corp, God Wars Dungeon, Grand Exchange. Nobody was so up in arms about that. There may have been a riot, sure, but like not a mass exodus you know, of players. Exactly. A- exactly. There was never a mass exodus of players. So with all the updates that came between 2007 and 2012, what is stopping old school from having new skills and having new bosses? It's that idea that because this is what could have been, ironically, it can't change at all. Right. It's the idea of RuneScape that keeps us from progressing into anything relatively close to what RS3 is now. This community has power in the vote and there is a majority of the players who will keep old school old school but to a point i think the idea of old school is we don't want to mess with xp rates to devalue other people and we don't want new skills those are the main core ideals of this game that keep it limited i think anything else is on the table I would even go to say that a new skill is on the table, but it's it's going to have to really make sense. Like, it's going to have to make sense. I was going to say, I would disagree with the new skill thing because people were hyped for summoning. They, like, when Dungeoneering came out, they redid the login screen. They redid the music, Born to Do This, which you can actually hear the remix of in the uh, the clan commercial, which we'll put the clan commercial in the in this episode okay. so you can, you can hear it just for fun. Um... Like, it was really exciting. And Dungeoneering was good content. Mm-hmm. I didn't do much of it, Same. but as I have done it, as I've done it in RS3 as an adult, like when I bring my main over to RS3 on occasion, Dungeoneering is fun. It's it's like Chambers of Zarek, but smaller. Mm-hmm. That's a, a decent enough way to describe it. It's not, it's probably not totally accurate. And anyone who plays RS3 is probably like, that's not totally mm-hmm. correct. Right. But if you play both... The closest I can compare it to, from my understanding, is like a like a small Chambers of Zarek. That's about it, though. I mean, I would argue that a new skill is totally on the table. Um, because I would think, like you said, no boosted XP is a big is a big one. Right. Other than seasonal events, like Dead Man mode started today. Still PKers in the wilderness, and I'm pissed about it. Um <laughs> Like, that has boosted XP, but, like, that doesn't matter. But, like, double XP weekend, microtransactions, um, purchasable cosmetics, I'm kind of up in the air about. I don't like them. I like them less if they're worth real money, but... Right, if they're tradable. Like, yeah, if they're if they're tradable, like, I could buy them from a microtransaction store with, like, crypto... Not cryptocurrency, like, in-game currency. Mm-hmm that I have to purchase. Um, the Crystal Crown's a good example of, like, if they had a promotional store that you could buy things with GP and they became untradeable, that'd be a really good way for Old School RuneScape to get sponsors. And then if you don't want the item, you don't have to buy it. Right. You don't have to buy the shiny Twitch purple uh, party hat or the shiny Twitch purple kite shield, but it's not going to cost anyone real money. It's not a microtransaction and it allows old school to get sponsorships. Mm-hmm. So no microtransactions, no boosted XP and no adjustments to the combat. 
I think are the three biggest cores of what OSRS is and in my mind should be. Mm-hmm. You know, like when they first started pulling Soul Wars, there was talk of adding Stealing Creation, which I which I was on the fence about because Stealing Creation had the XP boost with like the rune crafting gloves. Yeah. And Soul Wars had buyable pets. Do you remember that? I don't. I I don't think I ever played the Soul Wars in RS3. At RS3 Soul Wars, you can buy Slayer pets. But you can buy like I think you need a slayer level to buy them, but you can buy like cockatrice, abyssal demons. Oh, that's, cool. that's how you get the that's how you get the Jad pet. Huh. Which for someone like me, that devalues the hell out of my Jad and Abyssal Demon pets. Your four like, KC Jad. Yeah. Like they, they mean <laughs> at that point they mean nothing. Right? Like if you could just buy them from a minigame, that's dumb. Um I think minigame pets are fun. Because it kind of it kind of gets people off of that grind and their XP wasting <laughs> uh, to get the pet, which is just a fun little cosmetic. Yeah. So we have a comment in the XP waste. Uh, we have the comment in the recording booth chat. Jordy says, do you think the game is therefore now made for the elite slash endgame players? Because nothing new or appealing is being added. I would ag- I would disagree to a point because... From the standpoint of what the JMods are trying to do, they're, they've, they have been trying to focus on new player experience. We look at uh, combat paths or... Mm-hmm. Adventure, path. Adventure, Adventure paths. Adventure paths, I think. Yeah, so like, there's been updates to the game that cater to, to the new player experience, but it's, it's not really... It doesn't have a lot of substance past the first like couple hours you know we have free-to-play bosses that are designed for low-level new players but it's it's not that great of an experience i would say there's a lot more fun in the end game so i would agree and i would disagree to that statement well you have to kind of draw the line between low-level players and new players like i could have a low-level account that could benefit from bryophyta or obor Mm -hmm. But I'm not a new player. That's true. I think it's been it's been said before that everything that is appealing for people to play RuneScape in the early game has existed for like 20 years. Like nobody is jumping on Steam or downloading RuneLite to play this game because like, oh my god, I used to like fish lobsters as a kid. <laughs> And now this snake looks super cool. No, they're doing it because <laughs> they used to fish lobsters as a kid and they want to do that again. Yeah. And then they slowly get exposed to what old school RuneScape is. And then in a blink of an eye, they have over 3000 hours on an account that they downloaded because a mobile game popped up one day in their app store. And they thought old school RuneScape, this is stupid, but it, it's probably fake, but I'll download it anyway. And it wasn't until they loaded up the game and saw that it was made by Jagex that they they got stuck and sucked in and then after after that they thought you know what would be a good idea make a podcast about this fucking game i wonder who that is it's only at that moment that people get sucked in they go back for the nostalgia you're never going to add new content that's going to draw a player who hasn't played old school in in forever so the way i see it brand new content should be advertised for 
long-term players. That's true. Not necessarily end-game players. I think Temporos was a great addition. I think, uh, you know, Hespori, Winter Todd, all good additions to the game that don't require high levels at all to do. Yeah. I also enjoy Theater of Blood. I also enjoy Raids. Fazani can suck my dick. But I enjoy end-game content as well. But it's because I'm an experienced player. New players, you're not going to add new content for them. Um, let me let me hit you with this. How much World of Warcraft have you ever played? Like two hours, not much. Okay, cool. Do you do you give a shit about the new X pack that came out last year? No. Exactly. <laughs> you know why you'd play World of Warcraft? Why? Because you downloaded it with a buddy back in back when you were in middle school, and you think it might be fun to go relive that in WoW Classic. Yeah. Yeah, that's why you want to do it. There's never like Destiny 2 is another great example. They just announced a whole big thing with some witch lady. I could give a shit less. I don't (laughs) care. But my best friend, who I'm probably going to go hang out with after we record, could be losing her mind about the brand new expansion or the brand new season. Yeah, I'm a new player. I don't care. She's an experienced player. She cares. New content should be designed for people who have experience with the game. That's true. And while still making the game accessible to new low-level players, but I think old school's foundations already have everything they need to bring new players in. Very well thought. You know? Yeah, I would agree. I think that it would be very, very hard to sit down and try and develop something that somebody who played this game, what is it now, 13 years ago in 2007, who hasn't touched RuneScape in almost over a decade, Mm -hmm. it would be hard to develop a piece of content that could bring them in strictly for that, that could have them download this game and say, wow, I just saw that there's a a new fishing method on Karamja. I really want to like. I really want to relive that. That's not going to happen because it's going to be dead content in like twenty four hours. Yeah, <laughs> and nobody cares about a new fishing method. If you haven't played RuneScape in fifteen years, and you hear there's a new fishing method in Karamja, the first thing you're going to think of is like, what happened to the dock? What happened to the dock by the banana trees? That's where I did all my fishing as a kid. I actually hated that spot. That's not. I, I'm a Catherine <laughs> man through and through. Um. But I know that was a lot of that was a really popular spot in free to play. Yeah. So I don't I, I don't think that old school could add anything that would it's hard to word it like this, because they can add things, but not things the community wants. Correct. What's the number one way that we get new players in old school RuneScape? I would guess. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but what I would guess probably draws in the most new players. Prime gaming. Bingo, baby. The prime gaming free membership promotions. If you haven't played RuneScape since 2010 and you're watching someone play Apex and you get a notification that says, hey, you get two weeks of RuneScape membership free with Twitch Prime, you're like, old school runescape what the hell is this <laughs> and then when you go to the web page and you're like oh my god this is from my childhood that's what draws you into play 100 zalra vorkaf tob tombs of a mascot old players who haven't played don't give a shit 
But Jordy did ask, like, looking at new skills, for an example, of adding new skills. I think adding new skills could be tied into a new player experience, mm-hmm. but that brings us closer to our to our alternate universe cousin who allows you to train every skill up to level five as a free-to-play player. Oh, wow. An RS3? Yeah, like you can train Slayer on a free-to-play account. You can train you can train Hunter, you can train Dungeoneering because they've turned Burthorpe in like from this like dark dreary war camp into like your new touchdown point mm-hmm. when you arrive. Like it's got everything. It's got a Slayer master, it's got a Hunter tutor, it's got all sorts of stuff. And you can access that in free-to-play so like give you a little taste to buy a membership. Um a little sample. What was that? It's a little sample. Like you're eating a. Oh, it's a. I thought you. I honest to God, I thought you pulled the hair off your microphone because I looked <laughs> at my screen to craft the blood rune, and you went <laughs> on a hair you pulled off your mic. I was like, Michael, that's just just a sample. I try to make a visual a visual point in a in a in a podcast that gets like thirty views on YouTube. Trying to make a visual point is just great. <laughs> <laughs> that was for you, YouTube. Bro, 30 views on YouTube, like, we're going to take a side tangent here for a second. You guys are awesome, because Michael and I looked over our analytics last night for, like, Spotify and Apple Music, and we're stunned at how many people actually like this show. I like, think we have a our... weekly listener base of over 700 people. Yeah, that's insane. Like, we've gotten hundreds of unique viewers in the past few weeks, and we're just like, ah, <laughs> this is so cool. So It's cool. We, we joke about YouTube, but we really do appreciate you guys yeah. who watch and listen on every platform. It's been a hell of a lot of fun. That Like, the, the, the thank yous and the welcomes and all of that from the beginning of the episodes are all... 100% genuine, but they, we really appreciate you guys tuning in because honestly, we I don't think we would still be doing this podcast without all of you guys letting us know, like you enjoy it. We're getting the DMs on Instagram. We're having people join the TNL Discord, hyping us up. It's it's truly, truly a wonderful experience. Yeah, and we will expand on this in a future episode because <laughs> Michael and I have said from like week one, that we're going to do an episode on RuneScape content creation. Oh, yeah. But it's just like the timing hasn't been right. And like, it's a good topic. And like, we don't want to botch it by like not doing research. But to give you a little taste, that definitely is a part of it. Because both Michael and myself have made RuneScape content that gets like two views. And one of them is the person who made it. And you're like, sick, bro. Yeah. This is awesome. You always got to watch your own video just for yeah it's extraordinarily demotivating when you're over half your viewer base so it's uh yeah it's you can't so be, we really do you gotta load up your uh you gotta load up your bot account to watch your streams because you're half your viewership on twitch too the, oh, oh you're right the streams i thought you meant youtube i was like bro, bro, bro you gotta make gmail accounts you got oh. all your gmail accounts from all your different runescapes you just load them up in different youtube windows and then hit like click at the same time and then you get you get something like hello everyone my name's oxy welcome back to clue season 2020 on all eight oh, windows gosh. 
No, you uh, not, I thought about you doing a clue that. season this year, but I, I, I opted away from a clue season because I have graduate school to do. You have Halo <laughs> Infinite to get to you. No, I, the clue season was supposed to be in August, and I got so oh. busy with school that I was like, nope. It's nope. August 25th, Oxy. You still have a chance. I could do four weeks of content in three days with a new internship starting and yeah. the Vedion grind. <laughs> uh, clue season 2022, everyone. Plus, uh, I've been busy planning things in Team No Life. I know you saw some of what we talked about last night. I, I've, it was it was so funny. You you and I talked about what we had what we were planning, mm-hmm. and then you disconnected. And like four minutes later, Scape connected on his ride home. So I started talking about it with him for a little while. Oh, man. And then when he like got home, we fleshed out the idea to what Ooh. we sent in the mod chat. So if you have any input, Michael, specifically let us know. Because <laughs> we have a lot to do for this, for this juicy event. I but. said, and I quote, this is fantastic, Pog. So <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that's the extent of input michael has in him today you guys are great woke up with a fever <laughs> having a I, let me uh, just say have, having a fever with a seven week old is terrifying because if he gets sick we have to go to the hospital again and that's mm-hmm. not an experience i want to go through ever again we've been there twice now we have to stay there for 24 hours but that's why this episode was a little late because on Monday my baby spiked a fever. I don't know if I got sick from him. Maybe I did. I don't know. But it's not a fun experience. I hope you don't end up in the hospital for 24 hours. That would be No, I have an immune not system. Good. He doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I could take Dayquil. He cannot. <laughs> so we're good. It's not if you COVID. do end up in the if you do end up in the hospital for 24 hours though. I'm sure the audience would love to have Skate back on the show. We've actually gotten that so many times from new people in the CC. They're like, oh my god, Skate, you should go back on the podcast. I try not to make, I, I try not to like boost his ego or anything, but like our third most popular episode is one of the ones that we did when you were on vacation. So, uh, so he's, so he's what popular. You're, what you're saying is, what you're saying is I'm not popular. That's what I'm hearing. No, right like now. obviously our most popular episode has you in it. I'm just saying that Skate is he's a fan favorite he sure is and i do think that we're gonna have all three of us on uh it's just coordinating that it's it's crazy because he lives thousands of miles away from from us in the uk well thankfully he's on the same sleep schedule so very true true. i almost said he's the best guest we've ever had because i for a second i thought he was the only guest we've ever had and then i remember we did the mathis interview hella long ago we love mathis (laughs) Yeah, episode four. His, like, one-year anniversary is coming up on Friday. If you guys don't already, go follow MathisGG on Twitch. Uh, He's gone places. He, oh, my God. I'm, it's been insane. We met Mathis when he was like, what's up? I'm going for affiliate. I just got my quest cape on my Iron Man. Oh. Now he's pulling, like, 70 viewers for the Inferno. Yeah. It's so cool to, like, well, again, I'm super socially awkward. So at this point, I don't say much in chat. <laughs> but, oh, man, it's so cool to, like, watch how his channel has just exploded. Yeah, I think so, he'll be partner by the end of the year. I really do. If he goes at the, if he's at the trajectory he's at now throughout the rest of this year he'll be a partner i i really hope so because you could tell his heart is like 
we're we're getting into RuneScape content. Oh, no. This should be an episode. <laughs> this should be an episode for another week. But whatever. Like you could tell, his heart is is really in it because you know I've talked to him a little bit in my stream about like what he's doing IRL and compared to his like real life job that he like has a degree in shit for this is like so much better for him oh yeah he loves 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 doing content creation as opposed to what he does in real life for sure so good for you mathis happy one year anniversary happy one i don't year. know if you listen to the podcast but if you do if you listen to the podcast and you're not mathis go watch his one year anniversary <laughs> stream this friday I'll save my response for the uh, for the content creator episode. Yeah, perfect. We'll we'll cut the content creation off there. <laughs> yeah, I to get back on track, which is something we don't usually do here at XP Waste. <laughs> have a track, <laughs> have a track to begin with. I, I think I think a new skill could benefit the game. I would like to see a new skill, mainly because there's like. The lack of new content that we've gotten in 2021, I feel like could be a good basis for a new skill, because I, I don't think, when I say basis for a new skill, I guess justification is a better word. Mm -hmm. Whether it would pass over other things, I don't think so. That also rises the debate of, should the OS team just start putting out updates? And as Jimmy says, be game devs about it. Uh, that's a hot. That's take. a whole. That's a whole nother thing. That's it's a. Whole, we're not going to get into take. that. It's a whole nother thing. Maybe <laughs> we can have him on the show to, so to talk fun. about that. Um, but uh, I think a new skill could be beneficial because it would add a lot of new content: early game, mid game, late game, and end game content. Yep. Presumably, it would be a member skill because again, you really can't touch the free to play experience. Because, unfortunately, or fortunately, the free-to-play experience is what defines old school for most people. Yes. So... A lot of people wait to become a member, and they grind out all the silly stuff in free-to-play. They're like, I want to get base 30s. I want to, you know, experience this game like I did when I was a kid, and then jump into membership. If you're And if you're coming back, sometimes that's what you do, because how are you going to make 6 mil... If you don't want to spend eleven bucks a month, how are you going to make exactly. six to get a bond? You're not really exactly so. And that was why I wasn't a member for the longest time because I didn't even know if I was going to like this shitty RuneScape knockoff, quote unquote. So, like, why would I pay for membership? Right. Um, you see how well that worked out for me. I'm a. I have the Premier Club Shield emote now, and I will <laughs> never go back to anything else. Premier Club or die. Um, but I, I definitely think it's it's the free to play that draws people in on the nostalgia because a lot of us as kids, you'll be surprised, didn't have credit cards when we had to ask our parents, and sometimes our parents said no. So like we yep. had to play a lot of free to play. Everyone who has a max cape at some at some point in their life, I guarantee you, everyone who has a max cape has spent at least several months in free to play before they got into membership. Yep. Yep. Whether that was in 2013 or in 2018 or in 2006, whenever it was, free to play means a lot to people. So if there is a new skill, it would not be a free to play skill. Absolutely not. 
So I think it's it could still benefit low level players who have membership. And I mean, if a new skill came out, regardless of whether or not you had a max cape, you'd still be a low level in that skill. So here's a hot take, and I think this is something that that could benefit old school, like being implemented from RS three. Is instead of a new skill, let's rework some skills. Let's rework smithing and mining to have it make sense. If you've played RS3 and if you've played like any old school, you know that mining and smithing in these games are very, very different. Mining and smithing in old school, it, it doesn't really make sense. We're stuck in we're stuck in like 2003 where Rune was best in slot. So your like top tier 99 smithing what you're looking forward to is a rune two-hander where we could have augmentations. We could have different tiers of armor. We could have Bandos tier three with 99 smithing. Like there's just so much that could be done with that skill that it's, it's, I don't think it's going to happen just with the way I, that I don't way that the people's view old school and the, and the, you mentioned it before the polling system, it would never pass a poll but I think it would be an amazing thing for them to be able to do. I think that's a hot take that I would have, I would have said if I was on that episode where you guys were, were talking about like unpopular opinions. That's my unpopular mm-hmm. opinion is like, stop limiting RuneScape because you think it devalues your experience. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that could be like an underlying unpopular opinion that's also a theme for this entire episode because I think you and I are kind of in the same boat of like there are things that make old school old school but the things that make old school old school are more what's the word I'm looking for they're more abstract than a direct new piece of content tombs of a masket is not gonna change the fact that this is old school runescape readjusting the combat system adding a microtransaction totally f***ing up the free-to-play experience, that is gonna devalue old-school RuneScape. Right. But all this new stuff that could come, I don't even think a new skill devalues old-school RuneScape. No. I think it would piss a lot of people off, and I think depending on the skill, it could drastically change how we play the game. Like, I don't want summoning to come to old-school RuneScape because I think we've designed pvm system that doesn't have summoning in it right we've added thralls which they actually make a joke about during the kingdom divided quest if you pick up a book there's something uh, and you click read it says like it's all about summoning but that's not really your thing the reason i'm particularly am turned off to summoning is because of like pack yakking could you imagine how easy the Inferno would be if you could pack yak an inventory full of brews and restores? Yes. Like, we have, <laughs> we have items like that that work in niche situations. We have the tackle box, we have the fish barrel, we have the looting bag, but it's specific to one or two uses or, like, one area. Mm-hmm. And it's not you OP. Know? It's not. It's absolutely not OP. It's it's a detriment if you're a PVMer in the wilderness to have a looting bag. Yeah. Because then you end up, end up like me and you become a white whale for PKers because you're 
20 kills deep at Venonatus and have a 3.6 mil looting bag because you're <laughs> stupid and won't go home. I think please don't it would, come kill me at Venonatus. It would change the meta. A lot more gold would come into the game because money making methods such as gathering items would become more profitable. There was there's I have a screenshot of me collecting white berries in Priftinus with a pack yak because it was like it was it was really good money. In in Prif? Somewhere in Letia. I don't know if it was actually Prif, but it was in the Elven Land somewhere. I was just like, guess Prif didn't come out to like twenty seventeen for RS three. Then it wasn't Prif then. It was in yeah. it was in uh what do they call that? Elven land, I can't remember. But no, it would it would definitely change a lot of uh it would change a lot of metas. I think it would be heavily botted, which is not something that we want in this game anymore. But we can't really do much about that. And no, I don't I don't think summoning in its current form fits old school. They would have to make it fit old school. I think that that goes to be said with every or any new skill. Is that <laughs> yes, it? exactly. It, it has to fit old school because if you look at if you look at the things that are in old school, and to me, I always get a kick out of this because a lot of old school players absolutely hate RS three. They think it's horrible. They think it's a waste of time. It's a microtransaction, pay to win ridden bullshit, and nothing from RS three should come over to old school RuneScape except for expeditious bracelets, bracelets of slaughter, Zenite jewelry, dragon claws, um, effectively demonic gorillas, which are just tormented demons, um, <laughs> sins of the father. That whole quest line. It's sins of the father is almost shot for shot the same as the penultimate quest in RS3. Song of the Elves, almost shot for shot different. <laughs> there are, there's actually a point on the Song of the Elves wiki page that is like key differences from Song of the Elves and you finally f***ing get Prift Innis or whatever the name of the quest is in RS3. And there's only like 15 differences. Mm -hmm. It's the same, like I said, the music is exactly the same. For some of these quests just done in a different style if you really do research about what comes from rs3 there's a lot about this game that you would dislike a lot on the basis of just disliking rs3 exactly on the basis of just liking rs3 yeah like like jordy said in chat a new combat skill wouldn't work in general i agree combat is so refined in old school because it's so simple. That's why people like it. Like, what even, again? What even would be watch a new anything skill though? I would, I, dude. I don't even know. <laughs> Other than summoning, I really, oh, I really can't. I, I really can't think of anything. It still boggles my mind why they why they considered summoning to be a combat skill. Why it raised your combat level? I have no idea. Because you got like thralls and shit that helped you fight monsters but it wasn't magical thralls i think that's how they got away with it with old school is because it's just pure dps mm -hmm. um but you have to do a quest and have a high magic level yeah so technically didn't add any new forms of combat in and the only thing really affected is speed run times which could affect kills per hour but it's not even good everywhere 
you know, <laughs> people say bring thralls to Zalra. No, bring vengeance to Zalra. I am <laughs> I venge at Zalra still over over thralls, but I think we've been swindled based on all the things that you've said <laughs> that came directly from RS3. I think there's a lot of people out there right now who may have just paused this podcast and like rage quit in their car. They're like, are you serious? I thought we had old school and not RS3, but now, you know, you just kind of blew everybody's mind, dude. There's there's somebody at home who's like, dude, shut up. Demonic gorillas and tormented demons are not the same thing. They're totally different. And they Check look <laughs> and, tor and tormented demons uh, switch attacks every three styles and switch overhead prayers after a certain number of damage has been dealt to them. Only difference is tormented demons drop. I think now because of the way old school does combat, they drop a left and right dragon claw. But back in the day, that's how you got D-Claws, wow. was Tormented Demons. And Tormented Demons were around when PKing was a thing. Hmm. So it would be like if Demonic Gorillas dropped like a best-in-slot PK item. Yeah, They were huge back then. And that's why Demonic Gorillas are the way they are. It is not a random mechanic. It's ported from the game that everybody loves to hate. <laughs> Exactly. I would even argue that raids are inspired from RS3 and Dungeoneering. It's just, they said, we want this in the game, but I don't think it needs to be a skill. It's just an activity. It doesn't make sense as a skill for old school. It's fun to have, like, you go and you do these things with your friends, but it, again, it just, it didn't need to be, it didn't fit the old school sort of genre, sort of aesthetic that's the word i'm looking for mm -hmm. didn't fit the old school aesthetic and again now this is going to be a far shot from someone who's generally uneducated and has all of my knowledge just from watching my friends do it on twitch elite dungeons and theater of blood from an old school player's perspective are not that much different there's a lot more combat which is actually really cool like my friends do ed2 on stream which is like a dragon themed theater of blood only in between every room, there's a shitload of monsters. Hmm. Like, you have to go through a path of, like, red dragons, slimes, a bunch of other slayer masters, a bunch of other draconic creatures, and you fight, I think it's three big dragons in ED2. So, it's kind of a combination of, like, scav hallways and tob bosses. <laughs> but you get loot from every boss. So, is it exactly the same? absolutely not it's not it's it's close it's close enough so you gotta you gotta understand the inspiration for the stuff that's in old school some of it's not random dude yeah I, I guess i guess our final point for for this whole little thing to wrap this up so michael can go pop some tylenol and take a four-hour nap before we come back for the fun question um <laughs> old school needs new additions the the game itself is always going to be old school runescape new content pieces that are added are not going to take away from old school runescape they might change it they might introduce new problems and new solutions to old things you know like everybody's favorite weapon that has been the topic of controversy in 2021 was Jagex's, like, biggest mistake when it came out 
the blowpipe, the two-tick blowpipe is an oversight. It's not a feature. It's something they forgot to change. Yeah. That's why it's so fast when it's on Rapid. So new additions to old school can change how we play it, but the blowpipe doesn't make it not old school RuneScape. No single piece of new in-game content is going to take away what this game is. And that's kind of our, like, leave with that for this episode. No single piece of new game content to OSRS is going to take away what old school RuneScape is. And with that, we're going to send you to the commercial break. What's up, scapers? Are you guys ready for the greatest edition of the Grand Exchange? Since the Grand Exchange, you better be, because it's time to join a clan, baby! That's right, come on down to the Grand Exchange and start your own clan with your friends! Oh, uh, sorry, I'm already in a friends chat. Ooh, I'm already in a friends chat. Yeah? Does your friends chat have a formal rank structure? What about these sick-ass icons? And what about the clan? That's right, you heard me. Join a clan and get a free community mansion with a full unpaid staff. Wait a minute, we're not getting paid. Sign up today and I'll even throw in a free banner so you can hoist your colors. Use to beat the shit out of some goblins so they'll know who sent you. Join a clan today, baby. Woo! This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone, welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that commercial because I know I sure did. It's a good one. I, I know what commercial it was this week <laughs> because I mentioned it earlier. Uh, shout out to the clan system for finally giving us new content after 
blocking it off for so long. Great update. That's why that that commercial is so extra, by the way, with like the, the air horns and the explosions. It's a fun one. Because I, I told Michael about it and he's like, oh, dude, it can be like dramatic and funny and things like that. I'm like, no, no, no. I got an idea. I'm like, we're going to make it extra AF. He's like, why? I'm like, because the clan system is what's been holding us back from getting any new content. He's like, yeah, all right, that works. Yeah, that was a fun one. So to he edit. let me he let me take the reins with the audio, and that's how you have like air horns and explosion noises and shit all throughout that commercial. So as you know, it's fun question time, but we can't get into the fun question without thanking the people who make these questions fun. That wasn't the correct transition, but you know what I mean. Shout out to all our Patreon supporters who are called patrons. I recently learned, not <laughs> Patreons. It makes sense. Uh, shout out to. Rune Riot, Jordy, my father, and of course the man, the myth, the legend, Spartan Fire. <laughs> shout shout out to everybody. Again, no particular order, just have to be specific about Spartan. Come home and play RuneScape with us soon, Come brother. Home. Um we have another proposition for Patreon. Shout out to the Gnome Child. Speaking of Gnome Child, um, we're officially starting giveaways in XP Waste. Um, if you've noticed, if you're in the TNL Discord, and you notice that XP Waste has a giveaway channel, but nothing's posted <laughs> Nothing in it. in it, it's because Michael and I are, let me rephrase this, Michael's cheap and I'm poor, but we've found a solution <laughs> to give things away to people. <laughs> Uh, side note, Michael will be like, guys, I have no money. I can't buy gear to PVM. He'll have a 278 mil cash stack and be like, I'm saving this for supplies. I will Michael say, doesn't currently have a 530 mil cash stack and I don't have any money. From what? I don't have any money, guys. I'm sorry. How did you get all that money? <laughs> I have my ways. What? But I'm saving for a T-Bow. Oh my. Oh my. So I don't God. have... So you can... So you can actually not have any money and not do any content with us? No, if I have a T-Bow, I'll, I'll be content ready. I got you, bro. I got you. And, and they call me an elitist in TNL. Are you kidding? <laughs> or I'll buy the bow of and call it a day. The Bofa? God, I love saying it I like uh, Jeff Stites. ever say Bofa. It's not in my vocabulary. I do. I, do. I just don't want sound uh. clips of me on the internet saying Bofa and then be like, Bofa these nuts. <laughs> See, we just said Now it. there's a sound clip of it on the internet. I'm totally fine with it. I've said it like the Halo announcer on purpose, so if that <laughs> becomes a sound clip, at least I sound awesome. Yeah. But the XP Waste giveaway channels to get back on track, which is, again, <laughs> something Michael and I don't do very well. If you made it this um, far. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, the XP Waste giveaways channel. Every month, we're going to be giving away a month of membership. So so two tradable bonds is is one month of membership. So you get a free month of membership to extend your membership or start your membership, or you can just take the bonds and have the money. The bonds are yours if yep. you win them. All you need to do is subscribe to the Patreon at the cheapest tier possible. They would not let us go below $1. <laughs> we asked. We tried. We're like, how does like a quarter USD sound? They're like, no. No. No, you can't do that. We'd make like so, five cents back with all the royalties that they take. It doesn't matter because we want you guys to be able to show support. That's true. And, and you do show support spectacularly. But if you want to show more support, this is why I hate advertising 
people paying us anyways. Let's break it down. Join the Patreon. <laughs> yeah, Michael, edit. take it take it from here. Join the Patreon at the very least one dollar. There's five dollars, ten dollars, twenty-five dollars. We're not asking for that. We're saying if you come into the Patreon at one dollar, that gives you access to the XP Waste Giveaways channel. And from there, every single month you have access to win a month of your membership. For how much money? A minimum of one dollar if you win the giveaway. So you could either spend, here's, here's my business proposition for you people. You could either spend $11 USD every month like I do to get 30 days of membership. Or if you buy yourself two bonds, I think that's literally about $12 USD. Or you can spend a dollar and have a chance to win yourself 30 days of membership every single month. The odds are in your favor. Currently, there's four people. If you don't count some of the other people who are grandfathered into that channel, but there's four people you're you're battling against to get this to get this bond right now. Yeah, you really. I, I will. I will emphasize that a bit. So if you look at the XPS giveaways channel, if you're a patron and you're looking at it right now as you're listening to us talk, you'll notice a lot of people in there. All these people are not necessarily patrons, but anyone with the active overtime, basically a TNL OG rank that we have in Discord, has been grandfathered into the program because we said that we wanted to stay here with them instead of creating a brand new Discord like we originally talked about. And I, I this is a tangent it's again. Business. It's we've, just business. We've <laughs> seen some shit in the last 24 hours oh about RuneScape clans. And if you're out there listening, any of the active overtime members of TNL, holy shit, thank you for being good with people. Thank you for being good people, and thank you for being nice and inviting and helpful to all of the new people who have come from XP Waste. We know we kind of took our little Discord of, like, you know, dicking around and doing chambers and turned it into this big social hub. Oh my god, Michael, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Scape knows what I'm talking about, but you guys are awesome. Thank you for just being awesome. That's why those people are grandfathered in. But at the end of the day, there's still not a lot of competition, and there will be more than just bonds coming. Hey. What exactly? We have no idea, because I have about a 540k cash stack. I'm not kidding. I'll put a screenshot up right now of how much money I have in my bank. It's not a lot. Yay for trying to afford Inferno gear, am I right, fellas? Hey. Um, but uh, yeah, I there will be more to come, and all you need to do is pay a dollar. So if you're I, listening to this episode live as it comes out, these giveaways will start September 1st. So that first giveaway will go live on September 1st, and it'll go to the end of September, where you will have your chance to win that bond. Two bonds, mm -hmm. actually. I will say two bonds. Yeah, two bonds. Month of membership. Uh, yeah, you can take the money or take the membership, <laughs> which is about what, We're, like 12, 12 mil, 10 mil. It's somewhere between eight and 12 mil. I think for sure. If you already have membership, if you're like me and you're a, a hoe for the premier club, <laughs> because boy, do I love discounted runescape membership. Um, like eight mil or 12 mil somewhere between there, depending on how much bonds are worth. That's real good starting money on a member's account. That's skills. That's a whip. That's a blowpipe. That's charges. That's uh, like you can start 
Chambers of Xerix with very, very welfare gear with 12 mil. Yeah. Think about that. Absolutely, you could. You need the stats for it, but you, you really could. You could get 70 construction for Song of the Elves. With only 12 mil? Yep. yep. It's 5 mil if you do it with Oak Larders. Oh, God. That takes so long. <laughs> it's only 5 mil. This is why Michael has a 500 mil cash tag. You can't be poor if you don't spend your money. <laughs> Mind you, though, when Michael was spending money, just to throw this out there again, Michael bought, I think, the second most expensive construction method in the game, and he did mahogany benches. Or not most expensive, most efficient construction method. Mm-hmm. He was, I kid you not, Carpal tunnel locked in this <laughs> position. Number one, number three, space bar, mouse, yeah. stabilizing thumb for like, it, 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 he only lasted for like 90 minutes a day, but it would just be like, meowing, <laughs> 650k an hour, spending 15 mil an hour in mahogany planks and paying his butler to go back and forth. <laughs> this man, when he balls, he balls. Yeah. Same thing with prayer, but that's a shout out to Scape because he kind of. I was gonna say Scape bought you prayer. prayer. You did not. I I contributed, but he boosted it. Uh, and we did superior dragon bones, which was yeah. also quite fun to to waste a bunch of money on. But no, I guys, I spent I spent 174 mil on getting 99 construction. Best 174 mil I've ever spent in this game. Such a great cape, but that's neither the point of the fun question nor relevant because. I, I don't know. <laughs> Not the fun question. Michael, what is the fun I question? I have the this fun week? question this week. Woohoo! This one is, is inspired by Jordy in our fun questions channel on the TNL Discord. But it is. Shout out to Jordy for shout, carrying the fun shout questions. Shout out to Jordy. Honestly. <laughs> uh, it's not necessarily the exact question that he asked, but it is kind of a. Uh, it, it, it's similar. So, Oxy. Let's say you moved yourself over to uh, the Kingdom United, the United Kingdom, and you're living in, I think it's London. I could be wrong. I can't remember it's where. Cambridge. It's Cambridge. You're living in Cambridge, and you get yourself a job at this little software developing company called Jagex, and they give you the moderator potato. What is the first thing you do day one? What what are you going to change? Unpolled, it doesn't need to be pulled. But what are you going to change about the game with your new moderator developer powers? What am I going to change about the game? Um, I'm going to expand some skills past 99. That's what I'm going to go with. Okay. I am going to make it so when you get 99 Slayer, you can choose your task like you can in Leagues 2. That's fun. Once you have 99 Slayer, okay. Trim Slayer Kate, you can choose your task. Once you have 99 Runecrafting, you can teleport to any altar in the game infinite times a day. Okay. It makes it a hell of a lot of good money, and, and it is a good pet chance. The reason why I think that wouldn't be too broken is because runes are going to stabilize around the shops as well. They'll never exceed shop prices, but they may 
go with that as well. It might affect the price of Onyxes. I don't give a shit. I, I'm integrity changing, baby. Um, <laughs> it would take... 99 agility. <laughs> go ahead. 99 agility, you get infinite run for the entire game. It doesn't matter. Are you wearing a cape? Or do you have a stamina potion? Ring of endurance? Nobody gives a shit. You have unlimited run forever once you get 99 agility. If once you get 99 prayer, um, just because now I'm off the rails. I can't be stopped. Once you have 99 prayer... A sip of prayer potion will fully restore your prayer, no matter what it is, no matter what you've lost. You can have zero prayer points, you can have 98 prayer points. One sip of prayer potion or super restore or sand fuse serum or whatever will weep, 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 fully restore your prayer. That <laughs> it extends trip. You you know how much money you had to spend to get that, or how much time you had to invest as an Iron Man to get 99 prayer? Full prayer, full send, doesn't matter. 99 hit points, your health regenerates eight times faster. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Let's go. Let's go. 99 attack, you get a minimum hit. 99, okay, 99 attack and strength, you have a guaranteed minimum hit with weapons above tier 70. Beautiful. Did you write these down? Um, like, did, you, did you have this question before? No, I didn't no. Know about? Like I said, I can't be stopped. I'm off the rails. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> 99 fire making, you can burn the mage tra training arena to the ground. <laughs> One tick burn down that place. <laughs> um, no, you need 99 wood cutting too because you have to take an axe to it first. <laughs> <laughs> you have to cut the magic trees outside and light the magic logs on fire to burn the whole place to the ground. <laughs> with with the ninety nine with ninety nine fishing, there is a ten percent. Mm, no, it's the same odds. No, it's two hundred mil XP odds. How's this? You have the same odds at two hundred mil as you do at ninety nine fishing to get a fishing pet of whatever fish that you're fishing, but it follows you on land. So if it's a lobster, it'll crawl. Oh. If it's a shrimp. It'll crawl. If it's a shark, that thick motherfucker will just flop back and forth as cool. you run through Gillinor. <laughs> uh, but you only have, it's like a 1 in 2,500 whenever you're fishing. And you can get so many different fish pets, baby. <laughs> you can have the whole aquarium following you around. Hey, that, I mean, that incentivizes people to fish freaking shrimps. I'm just saying. By the way, by the way, once you get 99 construction, you get the opportunity to buy an item from the from the real estate agent who are in all the whatever it's called the leash and all the pets that are in your menagerie you could just equip that leash in your main hand you can walk every single one of them bitches at the exact same time pet train how many pets pet do train. i have i'm gonna hold on Excla i'm gonna do this in the clan really quick pet train. i'm gonna i'm gonna flex in the in the cc for a second exclamation mark pets how many pets do i have right now in game there's 42 pets can you imagine Did it not work? those maxed pet hunters with their 99, 99 construction leash pulling, pulling a pet train of 42 pets? I, I It's not popping up for me on Roomlight, and it's irritating me, but I think Did you open all up pets your... to the collection log? Oh, I have to update it. Hold on. Did you open up this is... the collection log and then type collection log or exclamation point pets? I don't think you've done that. I need to I need to open it up right now. Uh other all pets. I had done that already. That's that's weird. Mm. I'm gonna try it again. It's not working pets. for me either. 
That is stupid. I think I have eight pets right now, so I could have a full, like, dog sled of pets pulling me around Gillinor, <laughs> which would give a use for that stupid sled you get from the Trollweiss quest. <laughs> Any other ones? You're on a roll, dude. Um, Any other? Once you get 99 Herblore, this is the last one. Last one, swear to God. Once you get 99 Herblore, you have a one in two chance that every potion you make becomes like a chug jug <laughs> from Fortnite. But it's like a gallon. So instead of a four-dose potion that you just like pop open from an Erlenmeyer flask, you're carrying around stacks, like kegs of Super Restore. Oh gosh. That are like 40 doses. <laughs> Because you spent an egregious amount of money to get to 99 Herblore, you deserve to be able to make super expensive um, or super efficient potions. Uh, that's it. I, I'm, uh, that was a madman tangent. I don't know what came over me there, but I hope Love you it, guys dude. liked my integrity changes <laughs> to, uh, to post-99 expansions. Man, Michael, what do you got for you us? You should have gone second, because mine is going to sound so <laughs> boring. <laughs> I, I, um, this week I didn't go, I'm not going crazy. I'm not going like big moger boss, big monkey. I'm going pretty, <laughs> pretty simple. My first day at Jagex, I am going to rework every single skill cape emote. None of them okay. should be boring because we just said it. How much money did you spend to get 99 Herblore? For you to sit there for 3.2 seconds and make a potion as an emote. No. Uh, no. So I'm going to rework every emote to make it epic. And if the emote is already epic, like uh, agility, probably one of the coolest emotes. You go like five stories. You jump on the pole. Doo -doo 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 -doo, and then you slide down. That one's sick. I don't have an agility cape, so I've never once done that in the game. <laughs> but... <laughs> Along with, along with reworking the skill cape emotes, old school will have 200 million experience capes, like master level achievement capes. That to me would make that grind so much more rewarding. Like when I get to 200 mil cooking, all I'm going to have is an arbitrary rank on the high scores. Nothing about that changes anything in game for me <laughs> like anybody who's gone for 200 mils literally it's just ranks so you should have a way to be able to show off your progress you should have a be able to way you should have a way to for people to see not only did you train this skill to a level at which the original devs didn't think was <laughs> humanly possible but you went past that to something they thought was never going to happen and you hit 200 million xp in runecrafting and now you're runecrafting a cape is like on fire. It's going to be better than the Inferno Max Cape. Now, there's not that many people in the game currently who have 200 mil all, but I would also want to give them a special cape that you can like, once you get 200 mil all, it's a very, very prestigious, like special version of the Max Cape. You go, Make them float like gods. They should. Just like hover, 100 hover a few tiles off the ground. 100% look Link's down Titan. on everyone else. Link's Titan should be floating in this game right now, but I don't know what he's doing with his life. <laughs> Link's Titan is uh, rank one, by the way. 
so yeah, those would be the two things that I do. It's not it's not like super game changing, other than the fact that, if I mean, okay, fine, I'll have a next one, another one. Runecrafting, we're gonna boost XP rates for runecrafting. There's no reason why at level heresy. 90, after what we've just discussed, Michael, there's heresy. There's literally no reason why at level ninety, I should be like I should be stuck with 40,000 XP per hour at max efficiency, uh, 45k max efficiency. There's literally no reason that a tier 90 training method should be 45k. So I would just bring it up in, uh, I would bring it in line with like maybe mining, you get like 100k an hour. I would bring it in line with like pretty oh good God. agility rates at 70k an hour. So it would fall between, I think tier 90, if you're doing soul runes, they're going to give you like 80k an hour. We're just going to double it. <laughs> so that would be me. Literally. Wow. Runecrafting's getting buffed, y'all. <laughs> we spend an entire episode talking about the fundamentals of old school. One of which being don't extend XP rates. And Michael goes, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to straight up... Double XP for runecrafting. Yeah, integrity change, baby. It would be in t- it would be the best change to ever come to old school, where people don't have to like make jokes about the runecrafting guild being <laughs> someplace that people hang themselves in game. That should be like priority number one for any J mod. If you're listening, please boost runecrafting rates, or just give us a runecrafting guild. We already Hello, have a runecrafting guild. Span? It's <laughs> it's not the nooses. It's not the nooses in West Ardoyan. <laughs> it's been a it's been a little bit longer than we promised, and and I think you guys are going to be happy with this episode being more than forty five minutes long. So yeah, remember that time when we said it was going to be a ten minute episode? Well, my recording thing sends an hour and twenty three minutes, so we're going to wrap it up there. I don't know why we still do this. I know why we still do this, but returners, you know the drill. You know the drill. All our links for everything you could ever need are in the description down below or above. I don't know where the descriptions are in Apple Music. They could be right in front of me for all I know. I think it's Anyways. on the actual episode page. It's like, you, uh, you know what? I don't know. We're talking to people who probably are on YouTube because <laughs> I don't think anybody <laughs> reads the show notes or the description if you're on like Spotify or Apple Music. I mean, if it's short, you do, but we, so the descriptions of the episodes are always really short. It's like two sentences. All the links and shit that are beneath it are what makes the description super long in episodes. Um, So if you don't, if you don't know where our links are, why? Because they're right, they're right below us. Listen to me. Look me in the eyes. They're right below us. Like, they're right there. Now you're Um, blurry. I knew I was going to be blurry because of the microphone. God damn it. (laughs) Adjust the mic. Turn off the camera. Turn the camera back on. As I was saying before, I was so rudely interrupted by my Logitech C920. (laughs) Links in the description. Join our Discord. We would absolutely love to have you. I know we've been making a lot of jokes in the last 20 minutes. This one's not a joke. We'd love to have you. Whether you're maxed or you're brand new to the game, TNL is the place for you. Um, 
patrons, Patreons, Patreones, um, support the channel however you can. If you already support, you mean the world to us. If you'd like to support to win yourself free membership, all you need is a dollar. I still don't like saying that, but we're gonna get used to it, Oxy. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get used to promoting Patreon because the more Patreon supporters we get, the more things we can do, like create new logos or cover art or perhaps even a new intro theme. What do you mean? Michael and I haven't been talking about potential business ideas. What? Go away with go away with all your your what what is it called? Prospecting? That's not the right word. What's the word? It's not prospecting. I have no idea. <laughs> Speculating. That's the word. Speculation. That's great. I think I'm I think I'm catching a fever now because I'm just going crazy. <laughs> Patreon. I don't think com, I forgot anything. Patreon.com slash XP yeah. waste is how you find that. Yeah. If you don't want to look in the description. Beanies customs. Beanies customs. Look at the hats. Patreon. Look at the rewards. Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music. Listen to the podcast, TikTok, watch us be stupid in RuneScape for your entertainment, which is effectively all this podcast is, but we're not in game while we're doing it. We love you guys, and we will see you next, next Wednesday. Week. Next Wednesday on time. <laughs> on time. We're going to be on time. <laughs> yeah. Bye, everyone.